It's always tricky. I, I never know how, how to start. Is this a show, Kevin? Uh, are we... Is this it? No, that is not the show. What about now? <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, okay. now the show officially started. Okay, now this is real. Uh, last episode, we did talk about WWDC. That was a wild one. Uh, it was. The... Two and a half hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was long. Almost uh, as long as I the didn't... keynote. <laughs> almost i didn't even listen back to it like i couldn't uh, it's just too long kidding i edited it um i edited it <laughs> i did edit it um so uh regarding that show um we do have some follow-up uh especially on apple watch so i don't know if you remember um oh by the way we did try to activate siri to try the new voice and it had the old voice for some reason, maybe it was downloading the new voice package or whatever. Um, later, it had a new voice. So it was a failed demo, but I can confirm that there is indeed a new voice on beta 1. Um, also, uh, remember when we said that there's a new full screen API on the Apple Watch? Yeah. And we kind of argued about that. Like, I kind of want the, you know, the, the watch, the OS to keep the hour uh, because it's a watch yep. at the time. Um, so apparently that API is like full screen, so you can take uh, the full screen, but the time is still there. Oh. It's just overlaid on whatever you have. Ah, okay. um, right. And the the auto rotate or rotation API, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like if you want to, I, I I bet this happened to you. Like you want to show something to someone, like it, it, on your watch, and then you turn it <laughs> their ways, and like the the watch goes asleep and they can't see anything. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So now they have this, like you as a developer, you can activate on certain screens, like, okay, activate the auto rotation or whatever. So if you turn the watch, like to show someone, it will rotate the, the screen and it won't shut down. Huh, so, interesting. So yeah. wait, ha- how about the Apple apps? Do they do that? Or... That's a good question. I don't know. Let's okay. try. <laughs> I'm, I'm opening up activity now and I'm going to show you the... Nope. <laughs> so not right, activity. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hey, they still haven't uh, adopted all the new features. Give it time. It's still in beta. All right, all right. Um, also, something really cool is the we we were arguing if the they announced on the workouts app you can just swipe from the side to go to the not playing music controls. Yes. And we're like, that's so sweet. I kind of wish we had that uh, everywhere. We don't. But now, if you're playing Overcast on your phone, for example. If you look at your watch, it has the Overcast app up front. And if like I'm listening to music and I check my watch, the music app is open, which I can see someplace where this would be annoying. But so far, uh, it's been like a good surprise. Like, huh. No, that seems amazing. Yeah. This is basically Thank what you. I wanted. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, thumbs yeah, up. Yeah. I heard, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that there was also a new complication that is the now playing glance basically uh yes but it's like it's it's an icon right right that just right. launches the yeah the app but yeah still better than nothing i think I, I would still probably put it on my watch because whenever mm-hmm. i like i'm not actively listening to music at the moment but i want to start music or not necessarily music but 
start podcasts or something mm-hmm. in Overcast. Um, I think that would be useful. So yeah, having that icon at least as an option is, is great. Yeah, really happy about that. Like honestly, if Watch OS four was only that feature, like that'd be worth it for me. It kind of is. So <laughs> fair enough. Hey, hey oh. um, <laughs> one last thing. We were talking about the uh, shit. What do you call it? The dock on a watch as well. Yeah, that it's kind of like full screen cards on a vertical mm-hmm. scrolling thing. Yeah. After using it for a while, I really do think it makes more sense because hmm. you can see it better. It still fits only one app slash card at a time, but it, it was the same way when it was a horizontal list. And overall on the watch, because of the digital crown, scrolling vertically just makes way more sense than horizontally. Like for, for starters, you can't use the digital crown to scroll horizontally, which kind of sucks. So like it, it does make more sense in my opinion. All right. Um, I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me interrupt the show to tell you a bit more about Shopify. Shopify, once again, is sponsoring Layout. um, And this week, I want to do something a bit different um, than the normal read that we usually do. Uh, And I want to tell you a bit more about Hack Days. So Hack Days is something that we do uh, every four months or so. um, And it's basically two days that we take off of doing what we usually do uh, and we can basically work on whatever we want for two days and so basically uh, we encourage people to travel to other offices to meet new people work with uh, technologies or in areas that they're not normally working with and uh, basically at the end of the two days you present in front of the whole company and then there's going to be a vote uh, and and hopefully the winner then gets to kind of sometimes actually do their idea uh, and ship it as a real product, which is awesome. Uh, so this is coming right around the corner uh, this week. Uh, and it's honestly one of my favorite things at Shopify. Um, it's so much fun to see all the stuff that you can build in just two days. Um, and honestly, for, for designers, it's a great opportunity. Like this is not just for developers. Um, for, for me, it's allowed me to kind of develop my, my product skills in finding things that would be interesting to add to the platform or like looking at like opportunities that we're not taking advantage of, or, um, say you're maybe more Apple inclined or like you've watched WWDC and that gave you a great idea uh, for something you'd like to work on, then Hack is a perfect way um, to take advantage of that and, and work on your awesome idea. Um, so that's just one of the like, amazing, cool things that we, we do at Shopify. We have uh, our UX Summit that's coming soon too. Uh, that is our own internal design conference that I'm super excited about. Um, so yeah, basically, um, if you'd like to learn more, uh, you can check out more detail about our design process uh, and our UX team on Twitter, Instagram, and Medium. Uh, all you have to do is just search for Shopify UX, all one word, uh, and you'll find that. Um, and we're also hiring designers, content strategists, researchers, and UX leads. So uh, we care a lot about diversity of thought and like we really want people from all backgrounds to apply and, and don't hesitate, like even if you don't feel like you match all the, um, the like requirements in the job posting, like feel free to still apply, uh, you never know. Uh, we found that sometimes people uh, underestimate themselves. So 
don't hesitate to still apply. So check out shopify.com careers for more information. And uh, our thanks to Shopify for sponsoring the show. So our topics, one of our topics is kind of follow-up, but I feel like it deserves its own topic. We're going to talk more about iOS 11. Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, the Apple Design Awards um, that happened, WWDC as well. And especially about one particular uh, app slash game slash winner, <laughs> uh, which is um, Black Box. I don't know if you played Black Box. I have. Pretty it's cool. one of the very few games I have on my phone. It's amazing. Hey. Yeah. So I've I've met the the creator slash designer slash developer, the guy who made that. Um, it's Ryan uh, McLeod. He's awesome. And um, also, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, he's here. He's on the show. Hey, Ryan. Oh, I can talk now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryan was not just like 10 minutes in silence <laughs> waiting for his turn. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want anyone to confuse confuse my voice with yours before you. Yeah. So Ryan is here, like I just mentioned. Um, he is the creator, designer, developer. Like it's a one-man show. It's one person operation. So you've built this game, Black Box. I've first installed Black Box. I'm gonna say like Two years ago? When, when did you release it? No. Uh, I released it spring last year. Or, spring yeah. last year? Wow. Yeah. It just feels longer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe you, were on the, one of, maybe you were on the beta. Uh, I definitely wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I oh. wasn't. Um, Time stretching. It was one of my inspirations like uh, for Break the Safe and all. You're in the credits. I feel like that's how we got to... Yeah. Like how we met in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I think I tweeted like, hey, thanks for inspiration. You're here. And like, hey... And then Twitter buddies. Yeah. Um, forever. Uh, <laughs> now Vine buddies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see if, if you're still friends after this podcast. <laughs> That's a real test. Right. So, so it's this, um, for people who don't know Black Box, do you want to like explain real quick? What? Oh, I feel like other people are always better at explaining it. I can explain hmm. it too. <laughs> we, we can all try it's, it's a so it's a way to practice uh creative thinking by solving puzzles where you generally don't touch or swipe on the screen um so wow. playing games with minimalistic visuals where you are using things and places and people and um outside the box non-linear thinking to solve puzzles that was great. That's really good cool well i started the beginning of the week really bad and <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine dude, how many times you have to explain what Black Box was no, this yeah. past week. I don't know if you do this, but I, I did this the first few times I had to explain to people what Shopify was. Um, but you basically A-B test your answers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and basically, like, I had, like, two or three different versions. And I would, yep. like, gauge people's reactions. And then based on that, I would, like, continually evolve how I would, uh, how I would explain it. So... Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. how I've moved on from uh, mystery puzzles, and it's like Mist and Monument Valley in two D. <laughs> Didn't really yep, you make got sense. better. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you got a little better. Um, so we can, we're gonna talk more about Black Box in a minute. Um, but first, let's let's talk iOS. Uh, iOS eleven, yeah, or ten, if you want to talk about. It. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, who here has installed the beta? 
crickets. If you have, ring a bell. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, I have it on a device. There you go. Um, Kevin? Yeah, I have it on an old iPhone 6 and an iPad mini that I basically never use. So I do have it installed, but not on my main phone. Nice. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I did install it on my main phone. It's fine. Sorry. Sorry, what phone? So, Rafa, you're the only crazy one. My phone? Your main, phone? main phone? Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, his 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 day phone. <laughs> not his night phone. Yeah, my night phone is fine because you know. Um. So, do you regret it? It's actually fine. The beta. No, 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 no. The beta is no? good. It's fine. For some reason, on the first day, Overcast didn't work. Like I had play and nothing. But I even switched like to Castro because like, all right, well, Overcast is, you know, is broken. Uh, it happens, betas. But then, like a couple of days later, <laughs> it worked. I don't know if Marco did something on the back end, like on the server, and mm. I don't know what happened. But now it works, and now I think I can say like there's not a single app that is not working. Well, I take that back. Trello is not working. Mm. I mean, that's good. good. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a feature of iOS 11. To be fair. <laughs> uh, spoilers: uh, Kevin doesn't like Trello that much. There's been system bugs. Well, yeah, but like bugs that you're like they're to be expected, right? From a yeah beta. I mean and battery life sucks. Um yeah. and there's a lot of annoying things. But yeah. you know, um I was able to do everything that I needed. So it's it's okay. I'm um, kinda of proud of myself this year because usually what happens is <laughs> when the, the beta comes out, I'm like, Oh, I'll install it on a test device, like won't take any chances i'll keep my main device on on the stable version and then a day later i'm like uh i just want to install it on my yeah. main phone and i do it yeah. and then i end up with like all my devices are on running a beta and everything's shit so yeah i this year i was able to hold off on mac i'm running okay good that's that's yeah. one spot i don't trust last year yeah. i was at dub dub got out of the keynote got so excited downloaded it installed it um and then realized i couldn't deploy from xcode to my device anymore mm. and i was lined up to like go to labs and sessions and get help with things and then i had Damn. to update xcode <laughs> so then i updated xcode but then i had to update all my swift stuff uh -huh. oh yeah yeah it was a uh, swift 2 to 3 conversion right yeah or 2 to 2.3 or something oh, okay. I, didn't, I don't i didn't even know swift so i was just like depending on libraries Oh, and crap. then I had to like run around <laughs> and find another phone to borrow. So I tried to write it on my hand this year. So even <laughs> after the keynote, I was in a daze. Just no. Smart. We we are uh, you know, growing older and wiser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I don't know if there's any feature they could add to the Mac that would make me install a beta OS. Oh, all it. the faster like, springboard stuff. Huh? And yeah. on on the Mac. Yeah, didn't they update like mission control stuff? Oh, I don't know. Scrolling. And... I know that they they switched yeah. to APFS, yeah. but it's like everything should be faster ish. But... Yeah, I don't know. It yeah. just seems like I need my my work machine to be reliable and fast. Yeah, and have like decent battery life. So yeah, I'll, mm. I'll wait on that one for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but i mean right now i have two macs so uh, i don't mean to brag uh, but you know <laughs> I, I this is like the best year for me to install the beta on mac and right. look at me i'm all uh, mature well here's a question did you install mm -hmm. watch us i did yeah 
How is it? Cool. All right, you were talking about the new face. Uh, the oh yeah, 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 I do have some uh like, like reporting to do. The you're talking about the Siri face, mm-hmm. right? No, the kaleidoscope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about the Toy Story face? I'm actually excited about that. I didn't, I didn't find the Toy Story. I couldn't find it. I didn't try that hard, but I can find it. I was like, well, screw it. Huh. Do you have it, Ryan? Do you have it installed on your? Uh, no. That's okay. I don't know. I don't want my watch respringing every hour. <laughs> uh, actually, battery life is uh, substantially worse. I heard that too. I mean, it still it still lasts me a day. But yeah. Like before, I was like at the end of the day, I had like fifty, sixty percent left, and right now it's like thirty. Yeah, I was hearing 20, battery 30. life is like prepare to charge your phone halfway through the day, and mm. I like to mm-hmm. do sleep tracking and stuff. So, I'll, so I'll I can off. report back. I know we started this topic like let's talk about iOS eleven, but <laughs> let's get rid of all the rest. Um, the new Siri face. Um, I tried to use like all right, this is gonna be your watch face. You're gonna use it to see how you like it um because i like the idea of it uh the principle behind it but execution like all right it's beta one so i'm not ready to like you know give a final word on it but it's so useless because it's <laughs> during the whole morning well maybe it's because i work from home so the watch is like hey dude you're still like then go to work right i don't know um so it's like through the whole morning it's like here's the weather uh <laughs> and then after lunch is like all right here's your next calendar thing and and you have the, like the sunset at this time i mean it's it's kind of useless it's kind of worthless so that's my that's my follow-up on that unquote <laughs> yeah i mean i was kind of <laughs> expecting that just because it does it just doesn't seem like apple has that many that like has that much information on useful stuff about your life so yeah, mm-hmm. it all that stuff is fairly basic. Uh, but privacy. Uh, yeah. Uh, here, yeah. So do you use Apple Mail on your phone? I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and every yeah. time I I I like tweet or mention anything that <laughs> says that I'm using <laughs> Mail, I always get like two or three people who are like, "Hey, yeah. have you tried the uh, Nilis or have you tried yeah, yeah, the nice. AirMail?" I'm like, "Yes, I don't." I, don't need yeah. another mail app. Thanks. Spark. I go but. back and forth. I think yeah. Some of some of the watch face stuff. Like when I saw that, it, I feel like it works for people who like really have their days scheduled out and mm. pretty routine. Um, but if you don't, you know, it starts telling you what traffic's going to be like on a day you're not going somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. tough to. I don't know how they can handle that better. Well, I do like that when you start scrolling, like on the digital crown, you get to the full list of Siri, whatever you call it, mm. Siri cards. Um, I like that. Uh, then they put the Siri um, complication, mm-hmm. which is kind of useless because you can just hold uh, the crown. That's um, annoying. Yeah, you only have like one place, like one complication spot. So, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I'll give it that. <laughs> I, think it looks, I like looks the cool. new little Siri bubble. Yeah, me too. Me too. We we kind of talk about it really? like every year. They're adding a new dimension. Hmm. Like now it's all three D. Still 3D. do not like it. Yeah. Aww, dude. I feel like it's too three D. Like <laughs> it's it's trying too much. I I liked it better when it was a flatter kind of just well, colors. It still has the like the whatever they call it um, waveforms. 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it just condenses to that. Whereas before, yeah. like the icon for it was kind of like a condensed version of the waveform. Yeah. Or, yeah. Maybe. Um, this makes sense. Over th- maybe I'm overthinking this. But to me, it's like when it was just a little waveform, it's like, hey, this is like it recognizes sound and, you know, your speech. And now because it's all, all 3D and it's like a circle, it's like a core, it's like it became self-aware. It has like this whole like brain and core. It's Siri. It's much more than. Right. Think, it's, uh, but it only does how? that when it's thinking. Hmm. Right. Uh, like I was just sure. talking about like the whole. That's true. Yeah. So it has this. Of course you don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I kind of like it. It's like the idle state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that little Siri thing when it's idle, it looks a lot like a home button if an iPhone didn't have a home button. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone say that. That just seems Same. like a conspiracy t- theory type of thing. I don't know. Well, well someone should measure it. what better place to have uh, these conspiracy theories than the podcast? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm really not convinced about that. I may be proven wrong, but I, I don't know. Just, well, here's another. Remember about that. Apple Pay and like the Touch ID thumb thing. I'm pretty sure had the mm-hmm. same size circle too. So yeah. And then, like Siri mm. just had that button placed right in that position forever. <laughs> so true. Uh, I know, dude. Don't destroy this to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Um. OS 11. Uh, we were talking about that. After playing with it for a week uh, and, you know, watching some sessions, I still have a lot to catch up, uh, WDC sessions, that is. I feel like Apple, with this new version of iOS, it's like everything that in the past we prioritized elegance and how it looks, now we're like giving it another thought and just like going back to being more accessible, being back to just like what makes most sense like what is the most usable thing that we can do here mm-hmm. of course we can like the elephant in the room is like thin type we're getting rid of that slowly um but just there's a lot of stuff throughout uh, ios that just feels that way so for example um apple pay when you like when, when you invoke the apple pay thing uh, before you had the little uh, translucent blurring the background thing and now it's just like white because it didn't make sense before. Like you were not blurring any content behind it. Like that was mm. important. Like that's just just a pure visual aesthetic thing because uh, it makes no sense. So now they got rid of that. Um, overall labels and uh, for example, the when you the, the pass lock thing, uh, they made the circles where the numbers go like filled. And the numbers thicker, the type there, so it's just it's more obvious. If it looks better or not, that's subjective, you know. Um, huh? I like. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. I think they think it looks better, more than they think it's more like a better user experience. Hmm. Do you think that's the reason? Because yes, <laughs> because like in a lot of ways. It, it just doesn't make sense like a lot of the the updates like we can talk later about the uh notification center it's just like it, it just <laughs> has oh. no kind sure. of like explanation whatsoever behind this change like it just doesn't make any sense in my opinion really 
Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I also don't like the, the way Notification Center looks. Really? Um, just like spatially, mm-hmm. just like in general, like it's it's just weird. Um, but and I I just think that for them, like that's that's the new style, right? Like they've updated all Apple.com, all like the thicker fonts, like they've been going that way with Apple Music. And that's just a continuation of that. But I, I have a hard time seeing this as being like a clear, yes, like we do want to make this more usable. Cause I feel like if they, if they did feel that way, then it's like, what have you been doing for all these years with iOS 7 style that has gotten a little thicker over the years, but not at a fast enough rate. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I like I, I've also been uh, listening to a lot of people talk about how on the iPhone SE, the new like huge titles hmm. are kind of a pain yeah. <laughs> because they take over basically like half of your screen. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time fi- like buying the this idea that it's it's purely for uh, usability. I think it's mostly for visuals and then also a, a side a nice side benefit if it's also more um I don't know, not accessible but basically easier to use i think uh, it has a big usability component i mean ios 7 was kind of an awkward time and transition mm-hmm. and then there was like a need to correct that maybe they wanted to do it more subtly over the years um but it was it seems like it was definitely being like tested with apple music and stuff like that too better reception you know as far as like navigating uh spotify like going through apple music i've noticed a big difference Mm -hmm. Um, it does feel awkward like the super large titles but i think it's partially like uh some apps are hard to distinguish these days that's kind of an attempt at fixing that yeah i can see that like the 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 big header on the navigation view control like that huge title they're like just from an accessibility view it doesn't need to be that big right uh that is clearly like a style that they're going for um i don't remember which session i was i saw this in but it was like they were talking about that the new titles where you should apply it or not um and it was you know it was um had some some interesting um thinking behind it so they they're not um they're not asking everyone to use their titles everywhere um one very like specific example that they feel like it makes more sense is when you have uh, like a tab bar on the bottom so you're switching between views and those views can be very similar just like visually they have the same layout so it's they're all like a, a list for example right. um sorry about that so if you have like for example uh on the phones phone app uh you have like recent and contacts they kind of look the same a list of contacts mm-hmm. uh, but that big title there like it's it's a just an easier way to at a glance you know exactly which tab are you want and what kind of content you're looking at yeah. um that's one example and i mean it started this started kind of in music which is the same thing you have a tab bar in the bottom and you're switching between like browse you or whatever your library and that's like where they started with this style yeah um, and maps too was, there was a big sort of change in that mm. where it made it a lot easier to use while driving um, very quickly to glance. And they move a lot of controls to the bottom, right? Yeah, that's that's that. been a big push too. So like, I don't know, I welcome being able to, I feel like more subconsciously 
Grok what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It feels a little ridiculous at times, but <laughs> I think I think there is there sort of is a push too for just like uh, it should just be accessible out of the box. Um, you know, dynamic text still takes takes a role in that, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I'm really curious to see this. So my mom has the dynamic text text settings like to the to the larger uh option <laughs> and she had now she has like a 6s i think but she had like a, a my old 5s so it's a very tiny screen with the type as large as it can be ios breaks in a lot of places like i remember distinctly like calendar it was broken like yeah. you had like content get, like bleeding out of the 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 table cells and all it was weird so I'm actually kind of curious to see how iOS 11 holds up oh. in that regard. I, you watched that session. I forget where they said it, but they went through with a fine-tooth comb all of the native apps to oh, really? work, work with those larger accessibility sizes. Um, and some things do wrap in a semi-awkward way, but at least it doesn't break. Yeah, I saw... I don't remember what session it was in, but there's also a new thing where if you tap and hold on the, um, the tab bar... Uh, you'll get like a big icon and with the the name of that that tab um so that's also another thing they they're doing for accessibility there um cuz oh, nice. type small is um, that a built-in feature or like a voiceover thing uh i don't quite remember i think it might be built in to the tab bar so if you're using like the standard subclass or whatever um you should get that for free but um like there's a new thing in xcode where you can set like a it's basically like a large icon for all of your your tab bar icons so so yeah i think they're certainly doing a lot on on that front and hopefully that's gonna get better over time uh and Mm -hmm. you'll have less of these awkward layouts even if you're using big text although like at the very very large option it does get so big that any sort of layout would look weird. Um, yeah. So I think you just have to like yeah. use that as a trade-off. And yeah, people, people are used to it. it. Yeah, they exactly. use it. It just has to be usable. It doesn't have to look as great, you know. Yeah. If I can. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, like if if it's a difference between you being able to use your phone or not, then yeah. it doesn't really matter how yeah. like everything. Looks. Yeah, I mean, I think we should do as much as we can so that the like the dynamic type sizes look right. But it is it does get very very hard with the largest of the like extra large sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually wonder how what kind of options you have on Android or other. I was gonna say or other, but there are, <laughs> are there know. others? <laughs> I don't know. Is Windows Phone still a thing? I don't think I don't so. Know. I mean, there there are still some of them that are around, but I don't know if they're right. making new ones. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's all like for type the titles um, differentiated between content. For example, the they they said, oh, uh, the clock app it's also a tab bar, but the content inside like inside each tab is so different that you can recognize it just by looking at the content that you don't need mm. a huge title, yeah, you know, to make that those rationales. <laughs> feel like they've been sort of made up to me hey but uh, we're designers don't isn't that the thing that we do so like (laughs) whatever like yeah well basically but whenever i see it like 
systems that have these really, really complex rules that are not clear. I always question kind of the thinking behind it because it seems like a complex system like just ends up being just problematic in and of itself. Like the, the mm-hmm. system in and of itself should be simple because um, otherwise, like how should users be able like expected to be able to like trust the system and like understand it? Um, so I don't know. I feel like I, they sh- I'm hoping that they would refine that kind of thinking and, and come up with sets of rules that are clearer for developers to adopt, but also clearer for users to understand like, oh, I know that whenever I see a big header, that means I'm at the, like the parent basically in a, in a navigation stack right. or something like that, right. or I don't know. It it just seems like they couldn't make it work everywhere, basically. <laughs> and so they had to give two options. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's fair. I can see that. And th- there is a lot of like weird Frankenstein type of thing, like try to slap in the new style in the existing <laughs> app like throughout iOS. It just yeah. feels like... And I know we're in beta, but yeah. Have you read the updated HIG? Is it out yet for iOS? I don't think it is. I thought so. So they updated the website, but the uh, iOS part was just showed the iOS 10 design. Gotcha. Right. Uh, they do, however, have the sketch and like Figma and Photoshop files out though. Figma, really? I think I believe they had a Figma one. I think it's the XD. Oh, that might. If be they right. had it for Figma is amazing for Figma, but I don't think they did. I, thought... I was just trying to figure out. If there's a rule to the system, because like if you're in phone, um, I was thinking maybe like if there's things where there's detailed and summary things, maybe that's where it comes into play. Mm. Um, but then you have phone has like the tab bar and still has that. But all those have drill mm. downs except for keypad, which doesn't have the large title, but it also doesn't have any drill downs. Yeah. But then there's clock. <laughs> so, well, clock doesn't have any. I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And it also seems like they haven't thought that th- through a lot on the iPad. <laughs> like, if you look at settings, or or I think messages too, there's, like, the big giant title on the left, and then the small, like, regular bar on the right. Just feels so unbalanced. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. And some of the weird settings animations, we've seen that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this, there's some interesting i mean they're not like groundbreaking but there's some interesting animations on like animating that big title to with the back button for example on the navigation Mm -hmm. yeah those are awesome Um, (laughs) are you sarcastic i don't know if is that no i i like it i think it's great it may be a little slow but i like it i'm a fan i like them i don't think they're awesome like it's uh well yeah okay sure i think they are like so for listeners who may, may or may not have uh, the new iOS on, on their phones or, or iPads for that matter, um, but basically the way that it works, it's, it's the same type of animation as there is right now when you're tapping through like a navigation stack where the title morphs into the back button. Um, it does that, but with the big header. So it basically scales down and like moves in and becomes the the back button. I think it's it's very nice. Yeah, I like I the bet animations. This, I bet this animation were 
was like built in well not built, that's the wrong term like it was it's the same code that animates between all right this text from here to there but before it was in the middle title bar. right uh right it's like, it feels like it's a, the exact same animation yeah it's just animating from different points in the ui yeah it'd be um, curious i'd be curious to see like did they have to change anything for that animation to work or did it get it for free right yeah <laughs> i like cool. the home screen animations uh yes they're weird what is going on like when you uh, close it the background when you open an app the background is slightly shrinking and fading and Uh, the the icon is transforming into the launch view and then Uh, the reverse of that instead of like jumping in your face like before (laughs) i think it was i think it was just scaling up from the icon before well Mm -hmm. double check and then i really like the home screen when you pull to get the earlier today the okay, thing let's you talk guys about don't that. like. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, actually, I have, okay. I have a lot of problems with the home screen in general. Can I jump back? Yeah. On iOS 10, when you launch an app icon, all of the icons zoom up towards you, including That's the it. one you tapped, and it scales. And now it's more like black box. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, let's talk about lock screen. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple of problems with lock screen. First, we and this is the one we already discussed last week. When you're like on your on Springboard and you swipe from the edge, the top edge, you go to the lock screen without locking your phone. Why would you ever want to do that? Wait, say that again. So you're on your Springboard, phone unlocked. Oh, yeah. You swipe from the top. And you go back to the lock screen without locking your phone. So if your phone is on a table or whatever, people can still get in. Is it actually it's not locked? locked? No, it's not locked. Yeah. Right. It's well, just there. I have a theory. Why would you? Is it just to check the notifications? Yeah. I think before it was kind of confusing because you had the lock screen that you'd view notifications on. And then you had a different view that had the same notifications and older ones and stuff like that. And so this is kind of a way to unify where those live. Um, so the, the metaphor, I don't know, like you're, the lock screen is where notifications are, or like that screen. So mm. like when you want to get to them, that's how you do it. I would prefer if, you know, swiping from the top would go to notifications. Like it can, it can look like the lock screen, but basically that's it's the it same is. screen as if you just then swipe to the bottom. You know, to, to check the, all the notifications. Mm-hmm. If you were just throw there, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I mean, it, Maybe it I think it, it just looks like the only way it would look like the notification center is if the time wasn't there, right? It's like right now, I don't have any notifications. So if I swipe from the top, I go to lock screen without seeing any notifications. Yeah, that's a little weird. And just prompts me to, hey, to check earlier today, swipe again <laughs> now from the button. It's like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think people are um, going to learn to pull down Notification Center and think that they locked their phone. I can see how it's confusing, though. But also, from, oh. don't you think that from like just a UI standpoint, like, like spatially, that's kind of weird? Because when you unlock your phone, then basically the icons fly on top of, of your background. But then if you pull down... Then the oh, icons no, actually, like move, and then to reveal well, just your background, which now actually, also, like it's just I don't know. I find that kind of strange. No, it's actually, a, it's when you stranger. unlock, 
the animation is the lock screen is like a sheet that just is, you know pulled up if that makes sense it's like the so the lock screen live lives on a another level than the home screen this is great podcast material by the way because <laughs> uh, people can clearly see exactly what we're talking about <laughs> um so all right uh, my second pp of, of uh notification uh i mean the lock screen is if you have your phone locked and you get a notification let's say a text message you pull up your phone like it awakes whatever uh you see the lock screen with the notifications and before you could swipe from left to right to unlock the phone and go directly to that message mm. um or a notification or you could swipe from the right to left to clear that right mm-hmm. right now there are no swipes available the only way you can access that particular notification is by tapping on it. But if you tap on it while the phone is locked, nothing happens. It doesn't? I, mean, I, I think it gives you a very subtle little um, shake on the lock button on the top, saying, uh, hey, this is locked, huh. but it's super subtle. Um, so the only way that I can do like to unlock the phone is to touch ID, but I can't press the home button because then I'm going to be out of the lock screen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I don't think this is good interaction. Well, uh, maybe that'll change. I think it would be they're trying to move away from the swiping metaphor, right? Because we don't slide to unlock anymore. Right. That's, well, that's but my you read. do have the swiping on different uh, cells, like on a you know a table, like mail. You swipe for actions on. Yeah. You know, but like also. now, the lock screen is moving up and off screen always but the main mm-hmm. reason why i like that they're moving away from the swipe gestures on the notifications themselves is you can already swipe to get right. to the camera and get to the the widgets so it mm-hmm. made it super awkward like when you got notifications that like you mm-hmm. had to like swipe on the time to make sure yep. you don't like actually mm-hmm. accidentally swipe a notification instead so i think it actually makes things a bit simpler and maybe the idea is just if you want to deal with your notifications is either touch and then that would bring up like your, your passcode and you can put your fingerprint um, or you can force touch and then dismiss it this way. Right. I don't know. Like yeah. it seems like it might be a so, bug or yeah. something. I can understand yeah. what they are trying to fix. I don't think this is a good alternative, especially for people who are like already used to it. Right. I th- well, I think that's the awkward thing is like we had an in between and so it doesn't make sense from what we had but if you go back like years ago it's an improvement right or, or like the current swiping on the notifications kind of makes sense to us now because we know how it worked in the past but let's say like someone showed you an iphone today for the first time mm-hmm. um well one you'd be like holy shit an iphone but <laughs> also <laughs> but also like if they ask you okay so how should you be able to dismiss those notifications like i don't think you would go swipe because you'd be like oh yeah. there's always that kind of interaction somewhere else yeah so yeah it used to be about tapping yeah so now we're back I don't know how I feel about this. It's like I can understand all the points, all the the viewpoints, and where they're coming from, and what they're trying to solve. It's like but the like, home button to unlock. But it, see, that was fine because it's like people well, hated that. People. For a month. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, people are gonna hate change, no matter yeah. if it's for the better or the worse. Well, I guess it's better if it's for the better but yeah people people hate change so when something's different uh they hate it i i like to believe that i'm not against 
like a change. I actually like when things are new and uh, like I'm all over it. Uh, but with this, it's like I tried to do to swipe on the notification as you would because that's what I was used to and it didn't work. So I was like, hmm, okay, they change it. So what now? And I tried to tap it and like, well, that doesn't work because it's locked. And it took me a while to figure out, oh, it's because it's locked. Because again, if you tapped it and it was locked and it prompted you with the, the, mm-hmm. the passcode thing, well, that's super obvious, but that was not the case. So it took me a while to try to figure out exactly what were the right steps now. And now that I know them, I still feel frustrated. I feel, I feel like it took something away from me. Now it's, everything is harder to get to, if that makes sense. <laughs> but then, you know, I do, it makes sense that take all the baggage, the knowledge that you have. You show this to someone who never seen an iPhone before. How do you get to the notification, uh, to this notification? You would tap on it. That yeah. does make sense. But it's like, I feel like I'm, as a pro user, uh, I'm crippled. <laughs> I, think, sense. I think it's a big step in like, what I saw a lot in iOS 11 is watching what people actually do and bringing the operating system to meet them more there. Hmm. So there, like you said, there was a lot of confusion, like swiping on negative space to move things and um, understanding like the 3D touch and whatnot. Where, where it breaks down and the difference between notification center and the lock screen. The thing that gets mm-hmm. weird to me going back to like the sheet being over everything is like, when you when you swipe up from the bottom, you get control center on top of it, where I would expect it to like be stitched together with the lock screen and the whole thing would move up. Mm, or something. Right. Yeah. Mm. And then like when you some other interesting things, like if you are on iOS eleven and you start pushing or sliding your finger up the screen, it's pushing the numbers underneath this or over the status bar and the status bar starts blurring. Or when you go to unlock right. the phone, the screen the lock screen instantly, almost instantly blurs and then moves off. As if it's a separate thing. Hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I don't. I think mm-hmm. it. We'll see if it changes. I but. don't know if you guys remember when uh, Snap went public. They had this diagram in their uh, their yeah. filing. <laughs> yep. Like, okay, uh-huh. this is like all the different screens of the app and like where they are in the f- like physical space. I think someone should make that for iOS. I don't think they can because it breaks. It doesn't make sense. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, I feel like they should do this exercise and like they learn a lot of things. Uh. It's pretty simple. Good, figure it out. Yeah, we'll try it. Um, Where does camera live? Anyway, I don't know. Because camera comes from behind the lock screen. No, it's next <laughs> to it. Inside. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, comes from behind. It's behind. Hmm. So weird. It is interesting. What anyway. is going on? It works. <laughs> Um, uh, one thing that's kind of interesting to me though is like how every year they kind of mess up the home screen. <laughs> a little bit or like the lock screen um and i'd be so curious to hear from people on that team of what it's like (laughs) um because like obviously like having such a huge uh, user base you're you know you're gonna anger a lot of people (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but they still like they're still so like brave in a way like of like introducing these changes that are gonna completely like change how people interact and get into their phones um and so it's it's always interesting for me to see like the confidence with which like they just roll out this update and then trust that people are just gonna figure it out it's not confidence it's courage (laughs) um but yeah yeah it's a big thing right yeah i mean snapchat does getting rid of (laughs) right um did it remove the um 
3D touch from the side to go to the previous app. Oh, really? I, I, I'm really going to... I liked that. Yeah. I'm going to trust that this is like beta one for some reason. Mm. Like, because I don't see any reason for them to get rid of it. Mm. I mean, they, they were very proud of that when they introduced 3D touch. Yeah. Maybe it confused um, people. Maybe. It, it was hard to trigger by accident, I would say. Yeah. It was pretty smart. Well, I guess it depends on the setting, the string. Setting. That was a bit too hard to trigger. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. If you have a case, it's... Almost impossible. Maybe it has to do with drag and drop. Maybe. Maybe. Speaking yeah. of which, I find it really, really hard to trigger drag and drop. I've Is tried. it possible even? Like on, on the <laughs> iPhone? Uh, what, what's an example here? Let me try a photo. You can do on, on the iPhone, you can do on the, locked, uh, on the home screen. Like drag apps. Oh, right. Like, but I can't drag it, an icon, without like... Press and hold for a long time and wait for the icons to jiggle. And I don't think that's the, like the, the standard interaction. TOS, I don't know. So like I do, can't do it. Yeah, how do you know. pick up another icon? Just tap so another just icon. Tap. Oh, there we go. Yeah, one thing that that it, I I like I understand why they did it, but after using it for a while on the iPad, it gets kind of frustrating. Uh, is the the delay? Uh, before you can drag something um mm. so one of the things that happens often is like you're in an app and then you want to drag another app from the dock to open it in split screen and like i just like instinctively i just like swipe up to get the dock and just like take the app and swipe it but you have to tap hold on the icon until it like kind of like pops out and then drag it and that, that makes sense. Added like second, it just like drives me insane. I mean, how else do you handle the gesture recognizers, right? Yeah, I, like I in most places in the system, I think it makes sense. I do wonder though if they might not want to make it different for the dock, because mm -hmm. if you're in an app and you swipe swipe the dock up, like the if you're dragging up from there, the only thing you might you want to do is drag an icon. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know, but it in 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 practice, it was just a bit weird for me to get used to. But yeah, I I I totally understand why they're doing it. I love the the level of detail we're on with these things. <laughs> <laughs> like clearly, something else is right. I hope. Uh, Ryan, do you have do you use an iPad? I I don't. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, same here. Uh. I, w I was wondering if the fact that iPad doesn't have 3D Touch, if that is makes it easier for the whole drag and drop interactions. Mm. Because when you, so if you press a little bit, you know, if you go like <laughs> too deep, you trigger the 3D Touch, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of tricky because that's definitely not drag and drop. It's another interaction. Right. Um, and sometimes I find it hard when I'm trying to trigger drag and drop on the iPhone, which, by the way, I still can't for some reason. <laughs> uh, I wonder if 3D Touch is is just making everything harder because hmm. um, something that we have to take into account. Oh, I have to touch, uh, but not too hard, uh, but kind of hard. But <laughs> anyway. There's so much going on. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like 3D Touch was never really well thought out, I guess. Uh, I, yeah, I have some trouble with it, but I. I really like what it presents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like me too, but I feel like it started with a technology instead of 
the well not execution but like what you can do with it right instead of like hey we want to be able to do x and then they work towards the technology to be able to make that possible i feel like they found themselves like hey look at this tech you can like force sensitivity what can we do with this and it was like well i mean peak and pop (laughs) it was in development for years right i i like to think that it was um sort of this idea that we're just like touching and swiping on glass in this two-dimensional plane like just like your ability to like convey intent quickly is limited Mm -hmm. But like mm-hmm. when 3D touch gets in the way, it slows you down for sure. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. is really nice for like, I don't know, my favorite use of it is in like HomeKit. I have some light bulbs, so like you, know, you can just press into that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, notifications. And speaking of that, I think I've come around to the, the new control center. I what? like using it for a bit. I kind of really like it. <laughs> I was a fan since I saw it. Uh, all right all right you knew it from the beginning it was love at first sight i'm gonna get on that side of history (laughs) but um yeah i mean i think you're on the right side for sure i think this is this is for the most part better um most of your controls are there um like the thing that really like got me over the edge as silly as it may seem is the apple tv remote (laughs) <laughs> it's so awesome to have that like just one tap away in, on your phone and it's cool. so fast and it's so like easy to use i absolutely love it i'm gonna do that right now i didn't know that yeah was i had thing. to add that one yeah i think yeah i think it's not in one of the default ones but i oh. thought it was the just like a shortcut to open the app it's not force touch on it mm. and you'll get the whole like remote control so two fun discoveries just to interrupt did you know you can shut down your phone from settings now yes yeah yeah i saw that maybe if your button's broken and did you know that on on uh control center the bluetooth icon i don't think it's like an on and off it's like for me now it just says bluetooth not connected and i can't turn it on so I went to settings to check, hey, my Bluetooth is off. So what about Apple Watch? And no, Bluetooth is on. Oh, yeah. And it is connected to my Apple Watch, but it just says that it's yeah. not connected to anything else than Apple Watch, hmm. I guess. Huh. So is it on by default forever? Yeah, I wonder, because <laughs> no? there was always a weird thing with like, I don't know, when I used to worry about battery life a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now I guess I'm not concerned. So good job. Um, <laughs> you know, I would toggle Bluetooth on and off. And it like it added all this cognitive load when i wanted to use things it would be nice mm-hmm. just to leave it on not have to worry about battery life and it's sort of the the state i think they wanted to get to with low energy right that's interesting yeah, I guess oh. that's what sort of doing here it's like well with the four or whatever yeah don't even right. think about it as on or off i mean today yeah. like a phone with bluetooth turned off like would feel broken <laughs> yeah can't use airpods well, can't use apple watch can't airdrop or I mean, for a lot of people, off? that's uh, you can't if Bluetooth's off. Right? Can you if Bluetooth is off? Can you pair like an AirPod, like a pair of AirPods? I don't know. No. I thought they used some NFC, but so uh, here's the question: If you disconnect from a Wi-Fi network, does Wi-Fi turn on the icon? Hmm. I'm trying to disconnect from my network. And the other, the other little thing was uh the dock. If you only have two icons in the dock, they spread out. Yeah, 
Oh, and the fact that they took away the labels from the dock. <laughs> Things we're excited about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's really cool. Why? Because why do you need Why them? do you like it? That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, we were talking it's about It's less and you don't need it. <laughs> I don't it. want to put you on the spot. It's like, oh, yeah? Why? <laughs> no, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Beliefs uh, should be tested. <laughs> No, because we were last week. We were trying to like figure out why would you do that. Same. I think it's just maybe because on the iPad it looks like that, and they want to center it with the mm. dock mm -hmm. edge. It saves some space. Um, it still looks weird to me. Maybe it's just because I was used to it. But... Actually, it's the same size as before. The text was just underneath. I don't know. Anyway. All right, uh, we kind of have to move on. Uh, <laughs> Well, I do have more notes. Okay, I'm going to go through real quick the notes. All right, let's uh, do it. Small things. iOS 11, you have more options to the AirPods. Before, you had to double tap, and you could either choose to trigger Siri or play pause. Now you can pick different actions for different AirPods. So if you double tap on your right AirPod, you can say trigger Siri. And if you double tap on your left AirPod, you can say next song wow. or play pause or whatever. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Have you set that up, Rafa? I yeah yeah I have so right now I have double tap on the right to trigger Siri double tap on the left to uh, skip or uh, next song and on Overcast it triggers a thirty seconds forward which is handy nice so it, yeah that is cool um, has it gotten any faster <laughs> not really okay because that's a that's the thing that like kind of is bothering me whenever I use it it's like you double mm -hmm. tap. And then wait like a solid like two or three seconds. Yeah. And the um, awkward silence after you said your query. Yeah. Like, and I never hey. know like, did I did it right or not? <laughs> and I want to do it again. But yeah. Like, Siri, didn't uh, next song. Next to do. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that it's awkward silence dance. at the end. Like, uh, they should use your voice. Do it? <laughs> I feel like you should but be cool. able to say. Honestly, like, it's, it's great that now you have that option. I feel like you should add an option to say thank you to end the query. So it would stop listening. No, not like, thank you. It should be Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that. Or over, it, sorry. Was 12. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, right now, and I really hope that this is a beta one thing. If you do have an app that is tracking your location, um, <laughs> you will see the little blue bar on top. I feel like Ryan, you're yep. laughing. You've you've seen this. Yeah, I um, saw a lot of people complaining about this on Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. So is, do you use moves? <laughs> no, I deleted it because I don't like Facebook. Okay. Well, that's very fair. I I just want it because gyroscope. I know. Anyway, um, so moves is an example of an app that can and well, it's a whole purpose of the app is to be constantly uh, checking your location on the background. Uh, and now on iOS 11, if you have an app that is checking your location on the background, you will see the little blue bar on top, kind of like mm. when you were like on a phone call, you know, and you hit the 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 you right, 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 right. That and it's so annoying, uh, <laughs> and it kind of breaks some apps that are not really ready, like that feels like like ten points height bar. It just messes up with yeah. some layouts some some i think that's, things got cut out um it, yeah yes, so um, damn yeah that would be a deal breaker for me <laughs> i would uninstall the app sort of an interesting point about the status bar though because uh a lot of apps don't anticipate that the phone bar yeah. and stuff mm -hmm. and you do see them break so yeah 
Maybe mm-hmm. it's just a strategy to get. But uh, do you think th- this could spoil some black box uh, puzzles? Like, hey, mm-hmm. it's tracking my location. Oh, this, that's not. That's going to get fixed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they have been uh, getting like more. I don't know, like harsher on the the apps that do try to use your location all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like now, Uber. Yeah. So, like for example, now there's a always the option to say just use my location whenever I use the app. Um, and, and if you choose that option, it may or may not break some app's functionality, uh, but the user has a control over that rather than the app, uh, which I absolutely love because so many apps like Uber and I think Waze and a bunch of other apps just ask for like constant location when they only need when you're, you're using the app. Yeah. So, yeah, this is really great. So... I saw that on Twitter, and I went to check uh, Uber. I mean, Uber was the example that I saw on screenshots on Twitter. Yeah. For me, Uber, I don't have that option. It's either never or always. Oh. For some reason. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. What is going on? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it for my uh, notes. Oh, by the way, uh, watchOS 4, you can finally have overlaid objects. Thank God. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> you, had to, you suffered through that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I feel like break the safe now is like two lines of code. Now everything works. <laughs> so where's my break the safe update? Yeah. <sighs> Somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> AR break. Last around. Um, Don't spoil it. Okay. Uh, anything else on iOS 11 that you want to destroy or <laughs> or praise? Like overall, by the way, I, I'll just say this: my my uh, closing statement. After using it for a week and like watching some more sessions and getting to know a little more details, um, my impression of like I like iOS 11 more than I did after watching the keynote. Like. After immediately after watching the keynote, it's like, well, boring, fine. Well, I don't like the lock screen or whatever. And right now, it's like, hmm, I like it. It still feels like <laughs> right now you're like, I still place. don't like the lock screen, but the other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, but it's you know, I I'm I I've ended up appreciating more yeah. things about it. Um, yeah, I think it's a solid release overall. I feel like this is also a transitional uh, version. Like some apps are adopting the new style and they're trying to figure out exactly the rules and exactly where stuff lives in the lock screen and the home screen and stuff. So it's like it's not there. It's not a polished high iOS. Uh, you know, we got the, the snow, snow <laughs> iOS version. But, but overall, like I, I like it. It's, it's, a good, it's a good update. I 10. Yeah. <laughs> I th- <laughs> I mean, to me, high five is the only one that I can think of. <laughs> hang, 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 ten. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I think to give credit, like, there's what it feels like. A lot of things is like, uh, ma- like following to where users were, you how they were using the OS, how people were using it, and fixing those mm-hmm. things. So, like, a huge thing for me was the screenshotting. That's like a, it's just a yes. thing so many people do. And there's how many times do we do that? We go to photos and you crop out the status bar and you send it somewhere or whatever. And just to have yep. the like, you know, okay, let's make that flow easier. Or like the do not disturb while driving. I think it's like huge ability to do yes. good. Um, there's lots of other little that, things that, like sending money to each other, you know. Yeah, and the sharing the Wi-Fi password. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah, that's so that's, cool. 
So yeah. cool. Yeah, just tap. Yeah. yeah. And then a uh, camera, like getting QR reading and stuff like that. Right. There's just, I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of great little refinements that get me excited. And the App Store redesign, of course. Yeah. Yes, that's a huge one. Uh, I'm I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts about that? Um, just, I mean, you're a pretty, like, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say, I don't know. I don't know if it's fair to say, like, well-known app developer, but, like, you're, yeah. like, this is... <laughs> You're like fairly well known. I mean, you just want an ADA, right? Yeah. How do you feel about these app store changes? Is it is it scary to have like the app store change entirely all of a sudden? Or are you excited about these huh. these changes? I'm excited. Um the more I thought about it a little more and then I got a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's definitely like a good thing for uh non-developers, like people looking for apps. Right. Um, you know, before there were so many services where you would go, like, you don't want to think, you don't want to search. No one is really drilling down into like the games category and then the puzzles category and then like scrolling mm -hmm. through stuff. Um, so the ability to surface stuff, I think is great. I would be really upset if they released all this new stuff and then like kept the promotional channel the same, where it sort of as people say, it's like a black hole of emailing or whatever. So now they added this whole new promotion website you guys probably saw. Um, so if you have like a big update or a story, you can write in. Oh, really? Like, no, I hadn't seen that. Yeah. So That's like, awesome. Yeah, that paired alongside this, I think, gives a lot of hope to um, indies to get exposure. And then separating out of games and apps, I think, is great. Yeah. That was a major complaint before. Um, I don't know. I'm generally excited. I think it'll do well. I was never someone who was like, I never think about ASO and like swapping out screenshots and seeing what gets more impressions and stuff like that. So right. I'm not concerned about that sort of stuff. And I, the other things are like reviews. You know, did you hear about that? Um, that's insane. What about it? Like, so when you submit an update, it usually clears the reviews, right? So you have to tap oh, the all reviews right, right, button right. and nobody does that. Yeah. yeah. So now when you submit, it doesn't clear that, which for me has always been a huge huge pain point i have held things off well, and, just one small correction yeah the developer can choose if it clears or not right yeah i was, about, I was gonna follow up uh yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> yeah phil schiller at the talk show said that too right um, so and that's just the the highlight on rank and reviews and if there are any um sort of awards and things like that i don't know you're gonna videos. have a nice uh, ADA there. I hope so. <laughs> Is that a thing that you're doing? I'm That's probably, a good question. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know. I'm um, I'm stoked. One last thing uh, about iOS 11 that didn't really make the, the keynote, but that seems like a huge deal to me um, is their new business chat feature. Yeah, have you guys seen this? I haven't explored I don't it think enough. So. So now there's going to be a way for you to chat with businesses right in iMessage. And the way you get to that chat is seems still kind of unclear to me. But um, they, the example that they show uh, is you can chat with Apple um, and basically have a conversation back and forth with, with someone. Uh, but what's cool about it is that they can post like links to products 
Uh, and if you want to buy them, you can use um, Apple Pay right from within the chat window. Uh, you can also make reservations. There's like this really cool UI for like booking a time and an appointment and stuff like that. It seems super like well done. And they haven't mentioned it at all in the keynote. Wow. Um, yeah. It's like the, the what Facebook was trying to do with Messenger, right? Basically, yeah. But it seems yeah. like it's done a lot better. So I think, I think they didn't want to draw too much attention to it, maybe because it's like, it is very new. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's a way to apply um, and get access to it, where it like shows up in Maps, I think, so you can like communicate with a business. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that can be pretty cool to, um, for, for support as well, mm -hmm. capital support. Yeah, I think that's a list. Which, by the way, like I have, a, I have a friend of mine who works uh, at Apple Support, and like OS ten, uh, macOS, and iOS, they have a very, very robust, capable um, screen sharing thing mm -hmm. feature that it's not you know visible to the public, but they do have. A, I actually don't know how it works if they send you a link or whatever, or I think they they just send you a prompt to accept or not. It's visible, and immediately they can they can look at your screen exactly what what you're doing oh really um there's a yeah there's a screen sharing app it's buried under system library core services applications Ooh, cool. um and it's really useful because you can just enter an apple id and then that person gets a little like push notification on their mac You're like hey do you want to share your screen and voice with this person i use it oh. a bunch I was saying, and you kind of broke up for me. I guess my connection is pretty shitty, so I apologize if I'm repeating what you just said. But on iMessage, you do have the screen sharing option. Um, on the Mac? I don't even know that. Uh, yeah, on the Mac. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Under details. Yeah, details. And, but that never worked. <laughs> <laughs> I think it used to be in FaceTime app, too, but huh. I think I'm wrong. I remember it was on iChat. Remember yeah. iChat? Oh, poor one for <laughs> Rip. <laughs> All right. Um, oh wow, that was one of my first like, indie apps that I installed on in my Mac. Oh yeah, it was a shit. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, okay, moving on. ADAs, man, this is already getting long. An hour and something. Um, what's an ADA? I feel like we an ADA. Oh, actually, that's a very good point. Uh, an Apple Design Award. Uh, Apple uh, at WWDC every year holds this event. Um, it used to be uh, like recorded in this whole event, like they, they call to the stage all the winners and stuff. This year was different, so I'm going to ask you about that. But traditionally, they they hold they held this event, uh, Apple Design Awards, where they you know um, give out design awards for uh, independent designers and developers. Um, apps i guess the apps that they win it and they always had this uh separating categories right the games and apps mm -hmm. i feel like kind of um isn't it like this year just looking at the list right now um i feel like it's always it's all ios <laughs> right <laughs> yeah well i think oh. airmail maybe and bear well, airmail has things what about and things bear. yeah yeah bear things and airmail they do have like mac version but just looking at anyway uh let let, let me go through uh the list real quick um by the way yeah, black box is uh, number one i know <laughs> i thought that was randomly ordered it's still there wow okay let, let's leave black box to the end so airmail won uh 
an award. Oh yeah, and the screenshots I do uh, showcase the, the Mac version. Um, my girlfriend uses Airmail. I never used it. I know it's good, but cool. Uh, anything you guys want to say about Airmail? Move on. I tried it a long time ago. I um, I want to go back and try it again. I'm just always mm. so sluggish to switch email things, but I love trying new ones. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly my cool my developers thing. Like, though. I like trying it, but I always either is bought by Google or <laughs> cease development. It's like it just ended up in a tragic story, and I feel like I've been through this yeah. like three times, and I'm like, well, can only break a boy's heart so many times. I know. Yeah, Sparrow man, reap. Um, After mailbox, I just stopped trying. Just use math, oh, mail, mailbox, shit, yeah. for everything. So. Yeah. Anyway, we got through That's one. Cool app. <laughs> yeah. In uh, light is an iOS app for um, adding cool effects to photos. I So I downloaded uh, prepping for this show because, you know, I take this very seriously and I um, do my homework. Um, <laughs> not. I, I downloaded all the apps to try them. Uh, in light, I'm going to be honest, I am not a fan. <laughs> um, I thought the UI was pretty uh, confusing. And I don't know, it was weird. Like the, 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 the tab bar on top, it changes to weird dimensions anyway i don't I don't want to shit i shouldn't be bashing this it just won an apple design award who am i to uh, criticize this design um and light it was cool uh, <laughs> uh next elk elk is like a conversion um is it unit conversion or like just um currency conversion it's it's currency but it's just it's done in a way that makes more sense on the watch um, it's on the phone too. Oh, but I haven't you just... tried on a watch. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it it's designed for the, the watch. Phone. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think uh, they so, built okay, the watch app before they built the iOS app. Interesting. Yeah, I've been there. You build an iOS watch app, and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, wait. Yeah. Put that on the <laughs> wish list on the for next year. <laughs> um, next uh, things we talked a great length here on the show about things. Me and Kevin love it. Uh, Ryan, do you love it? Things. Uh huh. Um, I am not using it right now. I'm just using clear because I get overwhelmed, but I mm-hmm. did try it and I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to talk about it again, but it's like, I also, I went to very different extremes. I either went full OmniFocus with full control and yeah. oh my God, GTD master or like reminders or, <laughs> or clear and things can live in the middle. Like it can be very, very simple if you want to use it. Kind of like you just use reminders or yeah. clear for that. So it's awesome. Uh, next up, uh, Kitchen Stories. This is, I feel like, the one app that I haven't tried because I looked at it and it looked like an Apple TV app, and that is not a thing. We all know. Um, so I haven't <laughs> tried it, but it looks it looks cool. Uh, have, have you guys tried it? I have the app on my phone, but I've never tried the, the Apple Watch app. Uh, Apple Watch. The Apple TV app. <laughs> right. Um, but it's like, a, it's like a videos for... Yeah, it looks cool cooking recipes yeah. things yep. it looks really good by the way yeah um moving on bear i think we talked about bear or maybe i recommended it in the best show bear is a note-taking app um it lives on um it, it's, it's out for ios or and or mac uh mm-hmm. i use it this is my note-taking app of choice um i really like it and i'm really glad that it won um, an ada anything you guys want to add um no i think yeah it seems seems like a good app i i personally use notes for a lot of that stuff because i think it's good enough for me 
hmm. but I know so many people swear by it. So yeah, seems like you're right out. Yeah, I was a little worried when it came out because Ulysses had come out and I think they won a ADA last year. Hmm. Um, it was like, okay, here we go again. But <laughs> it's it's done. It's really really nice to use, um, and the hmm. team is really cool. Aren't they like German or something? They're from Europe, right? Um, Italian, I believe. Italian, maybe. Yeah. yeah, Italian. That's right. Yep. Location: Italy. Checks out. Cool. Checks. I like you. <laughs> European. Uh, next, man. I kind of regret starting at this list because it's going to take a while. Uh, I'm going to go fast. Lake is um, it's an app for iOS, uh, like a like a drawing, coloring, coloring uh, book. book, coloring book. Yeah. yeah, I tried it on my girlfriend's iPad Pro with yeah. the Apple Pencil. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Yeah, so great. It's really good on the, I, the pencil. Yeah, it's so relaxing. I hit it up. I had a WWDC session on uh, <laughs> Pip. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so watching through sessions while coloring a digital book. That's awesome. How millennial of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> next is a game. It's called Severed. Um, I tried it like an hour ago. Uh, it was really interesting. I liked the, the, like the style is interesting. It's like a, it's, it's a combination of... Like an RPG story thing with Fruit Ninja. So hmm. it was cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys... Uh, I haven't tried it that much, but... You guys have anything to add? No, no haven't tried it. <laughs> One, two, three... doesn't yeah. seem like the kind of app that I use, but I'm not the target market for games <laughs> in general. I'm, I'm also not a big gamer on iOS. Yeah. Um, I tried this one puzzle game and this one Apple Watch game, and that was it. Um, I basically have three games on my phone. I have Alto's Adventure. No, I have what? Have Alto's Adventure. I have Monument Valley. I have Black Box. And I have threes. And oh, nice. That's basically it. Good, so good four, company to be four, in. Four games. Nice. 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 Um, next up, if you want another game, Old Man's Journey. Again, I tried this for like 15 minutes in prep for this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very interesting. It's like a like a side scrolling thing, but you can morph the the environments to create um, like to create a path that you can scroll through. But it's like it's like a storytelling type of game. Uh, at least that's the impression I get. Uh, it looked really good. That looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, next up, uh, Mushroom Eleven. It's another game, which as it was amazing that I hit the game, started the game, first time I opened it, launched it. And I'm immediately in gameplay. Like, there's no menu. There's no start game. It was weird. It has this <laughs> weird mechanic, which is like you... Oh, man. How am I going to explain this? The, there's this weird goo type of character that's okay. you. And you have to <laughs> handhold it through the universe, through the map. And the way you do it is you create this, like... Oh, man. Imagine that... Crap. How do I explain this? Ryan, you, you want to help me out? I'm, you kind of have, uh, I just want to compare it to another game. You are shaping your character to navigate puzzles. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to. And there's physics. There's physics. That's <laughs> <laughs> a new map purchase. <laughs> <laughs> you really um, next, next, next. Splitter, splitter critters. So pretty. It looks so, it looks so adorable. Um, it's a puzzle game. Uh, you have to you have to create a path for this little adorable creatures to go to the um, to the mothership. They're like little aliens, and the way you do this is you have to you have to manipulate the environment, the map, 
And the way you do that is by like ripping. Imagine that a map is like a piece of paper. So you rip the, the piece of paper and then you can like drag each piece individually. And slide like, them. And slide them, right? Yeah. Um, kind of tricky. You remember that game from uh, Cable Sasser? Sasser yeah, uh, Stagehand. Yeah, Stagehand, yeah. yeah. I feel like this and the Old Man's Tale or whatever it's called. Yeah. All very similar type of interactions. Yeah. I feel like that's a new trend. I was going to say that's what I like is like uh, really, yeah, breaking the mechanics sort of. So stagehand, Mm -hmm. moving the platforms here, ripping the world. It's Mm -hmm. got sort of the same Mm -hmm. thing, but a twist. It's it's always good to see that there's still room left to innovate. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is the, this year's, you know, we had like two or three years in iOS. Every game was like one tap interaction. Mm -hmm. So you had like the jetpack dry ride and you have like the, the, Oh crap! What was the name of that? The bird sliding through the things. Uh, Tiny wings. <laughs> Tiny wings. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a cool. game where the bird slides through things. <laughs> hey, you you know you got there. Yeah. Um, all right, last one on the list is this game called Black Box, um, made by this dude. Hey, not me. I'm, I'm talking about it. right. Hey, look at this. <laughs> look at that, dude. That's awesome. So Ryan right now um, is showing us. Is showing off. Uh, his, sure. um, Damn! It's a, this thing it's is heavy. Very much a cube. Yeah, it's a it's a cube. And it lights up. It's very bright. I was trying. How's the like, battery life in that? Substantial. <laughs> How do you charge it? Is there or is there batteries in it? There's a thirty pin. Really? <laughs> no. no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but for real, is there a way to charge that? I think Johnny comes and winds it up. <laughs> Wait, you have to drive it or, up to Christ's house. Does the battery life just eventually die? No, and like means like you know it's time it's perpetu- to do another thing. Awesome, perpetual motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it just harvests energy from the environment. I'm not really sure. <laughs> from you, huh. maybe I do know, but <laughs> all right, it will be um, a secret forever. It's better as a mystery. Yeah. So. Tell us about the whole thing, because like I mentioned in the beginning, there there was no um, like event. There's no ceremony. Not right. So they released photos yeah. of the gathering. I yeah. Guess. Um, <laughs> gathering. I don't know if that's the right word. Private event. <laughs> there you go. That sounds way fancier. Um, how was it? How like? All right. So first of all, like I've met you before. We've been. Like we're friends for a while now, yeah. and it's like, for me, it's surreal that, like, you won. The, it's not like like you didn't deserve it. I don't want to. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Come I'm with wrong. you. It's I'm like, with you. Holy crap! Yeah, Ryan got that. Like, I'm. I was. I'm so proud, and yeah. I was so happy. And like, Thanks. how is this? I imagine like for you, if this is crazy to me, yeah. I imagine to you, like, how was the whole thing? Like, did they tell you in advance? So no. Was it's, it hard for you to keep a secret like yeah. for that long? Like, <laughs> can you tell us a bit more yeah, yeah, how yeah. that happened? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty surreal. I was trying to remember. Like, I feel like I've been thinking about the design awards since like high school. It's just like this insane thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then to like, and you did hold it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, you can die happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. It's it's bizarre. It always seemed like a kind of unattainable thing. And people would tweet like, oh, you totally deserve an AD. And it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of better stuff out there. But 
yeah, I don't know. Mass, massive imposter syndrome, I guess, is still an issue, even when I think it's not. Uh, but mm. yeah, it was Monday. We went to the keynote. So the schedule was all secret, right? And then the schedules mm. kind of got mm. lifted after the keynote, I think. And we looked and it's like, okay, there's state of the union or platform or whatever after. And then like nothing. <laughs> and we were super bummed. Um, my friend that I was watching a lot of the event with was just like, like really distraught <laughs> that the ADAs were gone. It's like, how would they do that? You know, like that's a, like, that's a like, giant motivation for a lot of us. Not to say that's like an only thing, but like, you know, it's, it's cool to have. Um, and to just like celebrate each other's work and yeah, mm-hmm. it was canceled. Um, so it seemed, and then I got kind of like dragged behind a curtain on Monday <laughs> and told to wait. Huh. Uh, very confused. Is it, is it like really? when you see like in, in the movies and TV shows where you, you have like black cars just like <laughs> yeah. surround you, like get in the car. <laughs> Just yeah, Apple Police Force, black Mercedes, Basically. like yeah. white cars, white yeah yeah. It's the carpool karaoke car, it's right? Oh my now. god, <laughs> Tim Cook is sitting okay. inside. This um, is blowing my mind. So you did not know in advance? No, yeah. So so what would that, have happened if you didn't go to WWDC at all? Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know how they do that. <laughs> they mail it to you? Maybe you get an no. email. It's like, hey, no, you should really go. <laughs> yeah just a, it shows up at your house or the van shows up at your house and drags you to <laughs> wwc <laughs> yeah, i don't know they have their ways i guess but um we were told on monday and it was very emotional um and yeah it was sort of weird like looking around this you know crowd and sort of putting together who what we were all there for um and being told that and then there was a sort of private event with some apple execs which was super cool um, wow. So I got to show Craig and ask him if he remembered me uh, introducing myself last year. <laughs> <laughs> I caught him taking some selfies with some scholars and it's like, I don't need a selfie, but how well do you know iOS? And then handed him a business card like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> a, awesome. a business card for Blackbone. Yeah. Um, so I got to show him that and talk to, you know, Kevin from WatchOS and a bunch of other people. And then there was like a, sort of press event on tuesday where we got to talk to international press and then finally got to reveal the secret on wednesday yeah so it was like all right you guys are ada winners and uh please don't tell anyone for two days <laughs> wow and like everyone else had their team right also had your team yeah i Basically had my, you my and crazy your brain. team all these voices in my head no, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was that was really tough and fun so mm-hmm. I just kept playing along with my friends, like, yeah, it sucks. ADAs are canceled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Did you have wow. to make up a reason for why you were pulled aside? Uh, uh, no. I mean, there's so much going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's... That is amazing. Yeah. I yeah. was not expecting that. I, yeah. I assume that they told you, like, a couple weeks before. So, hey, make yeah, sure they don't... you are at WWDC. And, they don't you trust know. us. <laughs> uh, wow that's amazing yeah it's amazing. it's pretty cool i mean they're good at surprising and delighting right so mm-hmm. the only yeah the weird thing i think it was good to have it on this later date and sort of um the explanation i think was that usually ideas are so lost in everything else that's going on except for like mm-hmm. the nerdy design community and stuff um so this way having it on a separate day when there wasn't really a lot of news for press 
they could cover something else. It still would have been cool to walk on stage, but I might have yeah. lost my shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a hard enough time keeping it together. So maybe they knew, like, oh, this year Ryan won. Ah, crap. Well, yeah, let's <laughs> He's just so do emotional. a private, smaller thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that that is amazing. Yeah. And I'm, once again, congratulations. Like yeah, it's thanks, more man. than well deserved. Yeah, thanks. totally. Uh, I'm trying to accept that. People like, are, your yeah. black box not only is like an amazing um weird game and like so different because i'm a sucker for this type of thing like you know yeah. like you have to think outside of the box type of thing yeah. um not only is that it's also to me as a designer and as a very small independent developer yeah. as well like it's it's a it's a very inspiring story like because this is not an overnight success yeah. this i don't want to say anything because i'm not sure but out of the ADA winners, I don't know if you were one of the oldest apps out there. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just saying that I know I know that things and Bear they're more recent. Like they came out this year. Um, Black Box. It's not like an overnight success that so many people think. That's how it happens. Oh, you you got it, and you you're yeah. a billionaire. Like yeah, no. I've seen you, you like you try very interesting, very smart business models and just ideas and the whole burrito thing <laughs> that was genius wait move. a minute what's that um, burrito thing you don't know about the burrito thing no you don't know the burrito thing some, some, some people asked at one point they thought i wasn't even i wasn't charging enough for the game and for those who don't know the game is like 75 percent of the content's free and then for like power people who get far you can buy more content you can also buy mm. hints but some people asked for like a way to donate money which i thought was insane um i didn't really just want to add a tip jar and i like yeah, so I added a way to buy me a burrito or <laughs> or a coffee because <laughs> those are common purchases of mine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I don't know, it's it's a nice little way to get extra support. Yeah, totally. And just like I don't know, I think and it helps remind people too. It's like I I am one dude. It's... Yep. And and you you're not you don't shy away from it. Like throughout the whole app, you can totally feel that is it's ryan talking to you like you made this game this is you yeah. this is like it's your sense of humor you know you don't try to be like a cold you know formal yeah. polite whatever well, it's not that you're not polite but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like you have it has your voice yeah and um also that is really inspiring yeah uh, for me nice uh you should uh here's an idea uh you can we can talk um you can talk uh money later uh, if you want to yeah. compensate me for this but uh, <laughs> here you go um you can you can charge like a million dollars for the answer the actual answer uh-huh. <laughs> um if you want to get rich just do that um the actual answer to what black box to like puzzles like you can buy hints right uh-huh or this is a new idea you can buy the answer i will tell you exactly what to do no for for a million bucks why um <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding um there's some infuriating puzzles that i still haven't uh, you have a million bucks i mean i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't want to rob you of your aha moment though or or the million that's bucks. see see that's why this guy got an idea <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to check um how many puzzles i have left so oh, nice. if you listeners uh, if you haven't checked black box do it's it's free right yeah the, yeah the yeah the initial download so no it's free on the app store we're gonna put links in the show notes um or you can just like 
uh, search black box, I guess. I guess it should be far up in the results, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's up there. So download black box. It's a game like you've never played before. Um, and every time you feel you solve a puzzle, you're going to feel like so smart. Um, <laughs> so I'm just checking. I have four little lights left to left. Yeah. So you have 67 have solved. That. There's 71 total right now. And I keep adding more. Kind of aiming so, for 100 um, right now. How do you know Ooh. when a puzzle is done? Like, like already, cause, cause I, yeah. cause I imagine like it must be d difficult after a while to know, like, is it too hard or is it too easy? Yeah. That's the worst <laughs> thing. Like people, uh, there's so many people that give me good ideas. Um, but I have like a long list already it's, mm. it's not coming up with ideas. It's like coming up with interfaces. Right. Right. And then mm. like refining. So like almost every challenge has gone through like a full rebuild redesign at least once. Uh, huh. So a lot of times send them out to prototype and like, you know, someone's like, you know, I put it in my freezer and that didn't solve it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you Whoa. do that? Or it's just a fluke. And then someone else is like, yeah, I mean, it kind of reminded me of ice. And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's tough because it, like it exists a lot in my head and it's tough with beta testers because I can't even like use them more than once. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like once you see it and try to solve it and like, you know, you can't just like see another do, right, uh, do design yeah. or now you have two designs in mind that sort of help you in the right direction. So <laughs> it's tough. I think when hmm. like people are not led down the wrong path too much is sort of the thing. Um, some of that is acceptable. But like when people like get fixated on it being something else, that's sort of time hmm. to rethink it. Right. But before then, it's just like I'm in my head thinking about what can hint at that and how you could go down the wrong path. Like one of them used to have motion, which was really fun, like a physics based way. The one that has a whole bunch of balls in the screen looks like a ball pit. Mm -hmm. I won't say what it is, but uh, you can move it around and people got so attached to like moving the balls around. So now they don't move at all and people go in and they try to shake them around and then immediately. Is it the green that one? It doesn't do anything. Mm, yeah, right. it's usually green. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, so hard about coming up with these puzzle games because you, as the creator, you are never in a place where you don't know the answer, but yeah. you are designing for that. Yeah, place. It's a great point. And and so it's really hard because you always, even before it is a puzzle, you know the answer. You know, yeah, like you're trying to work backwards, and you're never going to be in the place that your users are. Yeah. So it's. It's playing on a lot of assumptions. Mm -hmm. It's playing on like, you know, testing and, and talking to people, but it's really hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. Yeah, it definitely has to be tested in person. I think another way to think about it too is like, um, you could say that they're like bad interfaces in a way. Because like, I will design something to be in, the idea is that to make something intuitive, um, but like non-iconographic as much as possible, Something that you could take a screenshot of and have as a wallpaper, right? Uh, but then it has to be like dialed back to be less intuitive so that the, yeah. whoever's playing can sort of like cross that gap with their mind. Right. So you can still design it like knowing what it does. It's just sort of like, here's a challenge of like represent something so someone looks at it and interacts with it and understands what it is. And then, you know, add some 
remove something or like bring some vagueness to it. Maybe it seems easier from that way. <laughs> Interesting. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's fun. So, cool. so uh, has iOS 11 um, broken some <laughs> of your puzzles? Or I feel like that has to be so oh, nerve wracking. Like, you know, yeah. like not saying, oh, it's in beta and I have to update it. No, like yeah. taking away APIs or whatever that you were yeah. relying on for certain puzzles. Uh, has that happened? To you? Yeah, I live on edge cases. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it can be tough um i'm not it seems to be okay right now they're they're it's always tough testing these things i can't really write tests for them we have to i have to go through and check everything mm -hmm. there's weird hardware cases um it, i think it's stable there's some things i'm going to change but it's tough like once a puzzle's out there you can't just remove it you know yeah so there hmm. there will be some things i'm changing there's lots of people writing in with ideas for I was 11. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you can do with AR. Kit. God, that pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Because I, like, I was seeing stuff in the in the keynote and everything, and that all looks awesome to me as a yeah. user. But like, as a yeah. like new, fairly new developer to yeah. like iOS, it's like pff, there's no way I could ever build something with that. But me too. You're probably good. <laughs> I'm glad you have confidence. The 3D stuff intimidates me, but I think yeah, there's a lot of a lot a lot of cool potential with yeah. uh, or ML and AR. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I gotta get the brain turning. <laughs> I always ask people, they're like, "Oh, you gotta do something with AR." I'm like, cool. What's your idea? <laughs> That's for you to figure out. <laughs> I mean, Damn you're it. you're making this they game. Point. Trying to find an easy way out. Right. So send in your ideas. Well, but it's right, it's guys. funny though because usually it's the opposite. It's people who come to you and they're like, "Hey, I have this great idea for an app. Do you want right, to make right, it right. for me?" Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is kind of like, "Hey, you should do something about this in this area." Yeah, Blackbox is great because it trains people in thinking like the puzzles. So once people get good at it, they start thinking of ideas too. Right. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, this is awesome. We are getting. Uh, it's getting long. We have to yes. cut it short. We have to end this. Um, before we do uh, recommendations, it's a thing. We still don't have a jingle, Kevin. Yeah. No one has sent the jingle no. for us. Um, well. I'm pretty sad. Uh, so I, have, I feel like I, I need to come up with a new one on the spot. I, I, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> all right. Recommendations. Uh, Ryan, we do recommendations every show. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to brief you. Before. I don't know if you have one. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want to go last? It's oh, I will go last because I forgot my recommendation. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Kevin, you wanna you wanna go first? All right, yeah, we'll go first. All right, okay. So my recommendation this week is a movie that I saw this weekend called A Cure for Wellness, uh, and I tweeted about it. Um, but let me pull out the description to see what I can say about this movie. Um, but basically, um. This movie, like the basically this kind of overall storyline, um, is that um, it's a a company that is like in like Wall Street or whatever, and they're sending uh one of the ambitious like young executives uh to go find the company's CEO um who's like in this wellness center um 
And the reason for that is that they're um, sort of going through a merger and like the the share price is like falling down, some, like something like that. Um, but then this place is like super weird and mysterious and kind of scary. And then stuff happens. Uh, I won't tell you more than that, that but um, I think it's one of those movies where you can watch the trailer uh, and not get too many spoilers. Um, you will get a feel for like the aesthetic of the movie. The mood, right? Um, the trailer was very like artsy. Like I don't, I don't think there's even any dialogue. Yeah, like there's so a lot of safe. shots that are like very striking visually, um, but it won't give away any of the story. Um, and this movie just looks fantastic. Like from a visual standpoint like it's amazing to see the attention to detail and every shot it's almost like um you know when you're you're playing um monument valley and there's like kind of this camera icon in there mm -hmm. where you can take a an image of what you're seeing i feel like this movie would need that like it's, it's just such a beautiful movie photo mode uh but on top of that the the story is also super interesting It's like a, a fantasy, thriller, horror movie. Uh, it's really weird. It's taking a lot of risks. Uh, some things, something that like you don't see that often these days uh, in movies, especially in like the era of Marvel and stuff like that. Um, so, like, it's not a, a perfect movie. Like, there's obviously things that I didn't like about about it, but I think I have to praise it for just trying new things and overall like having this like great great like craftsmanship about it um Courage. that you don't always see so um yeah i highly recommend this movie uh i think if it seems like something you'd be into you should watch it um rafa i think it's on it's on your uh your watch list right it is what's it the is. name I, uh... a cure for wellness cure for wellness um so so yeah we might talk about it in a future episode um so if you feel like that be that seems interesting to you uh you should watch it and then uh, we might talk about it in the show cool what well, about you rafa since you mentioned monument valley there uh <laughs> my recommendation is monument valley too uh it was announced it was like a surprise announcement at the at a keynote um i feel like everyone has already played it who would know about it has already played it um i played like like four levels or something um it's like it, it it's monument valid it's not trying to reinvent the wheel still looks amazing the soundtrack is still on point so it's amazing um it adds some new interesting like gameplay uh, things so right now it's not just the one character it's like that same character i feel like it's the same character from the from the first game um and the daughter or the son um the child i guess so there's like new mechanics where you have to control two players not just one that are mind bending as you would expect sometimes but um it's really 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 well done um and that's that's my thing um, uh, we're going to put links in the show notes so it's like it's not free um but it's well worth it yeah. so check it out it's the right price Yeah. Cool. Um, I have three, but I'm going to be really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you want an app, uh, I recently found this app called Songstack. Songstack? 
It's kind of like Tinder for Spotify. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah. You're going to date um, songs or? No. <laughs> There's no messaging. But um, <laughs> you, it gives you recommendations on songs and you can set it. So if you like us, it starts playing. And if you like it, you can swipe it. But it actually, you can have it added to a playlist too or add it to your Spotify. It's just a way of discovering music. Um, it's really Does it work with Apple Music? No. Spotify. Okay. Can uh, you add links to the show notes so just we could Yeah. Yeah, I'll send some. It's cool, uh cool, cool. it's really well designed. It looks kind of like the Apple Music app. Nice. And then if you want a game, uh vignettes, if you put that, it's just like really gorgeous, mm. also mind bending, good music. Is it um, iOS? It's iOS. So you have like a 3D yeah. object and you rotate it until you sort of have forced perspective. And like so what it Ooh. looks like changes, kind of like Shotomatic. Um, but then mm. like suddenly like your treasure chest will become like a a doorway and then you rotate again and it's like a bowl if you get in the right perspective and you like try to find all the hidden objects interesting That's i think it's also paid but it's well worth the few bucks it is um cool yeah and then i forget the third thing so <laughs> oh i remember cool. well, uh, there's a dub dub dc session that everyone should watch called designing sound oh, if someone watched this i've heard it's great things about the session yeah, I was. It was super cool I to really be there live, but I'm gonna go rewatch it now that it's posted because um, nice. it was the first live recording of one of the iOS ringtones, or not the ringtones, but like a, a tone. Oh, really? Yeah, and there, nice. there's more. Like you'll find out where the watch notification sounds come, and it'll blow your mind. Okay, so that's it. All the time we have, uh, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, um, that was great. Thanks for having me. If people want to follow follow you on the Twitters or download Blackbox, which they should have by now, um, we're going to put all the links in the show notes. But is there anything else that you want to plug or where should people go oh, to find you? I guess Twitter is... Um, what is blackbox.com? And I'm on Twitter as Warpling, W-A-R-P-L-I-N-G. And yeah, send me anything. I'm just Boom. a dude eating burritos. <laughs> Paid by all of us. Yes, thank you for keeping me alive and teaching me things. Seriously, crowdsource burritos. I've been I've been raised by all of you. Show title. All right. Uh, thanks to Shopify uh, for sponsoring uh, this week's episode. And uh, if you if you want to follow us on the Twitters, we are at layout.fm. Uh, over there, we are layout.fm on the websites. And if you want to follow the conversation uh, with our community you can go to spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout maybe <laughs> spectrum.chat find it we're there um everyone's there uh and uh yeah i think that's it guys cool cool thank you back to you next week see you uh, yeah adios So you bought a PS4. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just changed my mind. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no worries. Um, How do you like it, man? Uncharted was pretty amazing, right? Oh, for real? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Uncharted was the first game I played on it. And just like the, the graphics 
I don't know. I haven't had a console. Um, so I've like seen other people's over the years and then it's just like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like the yeah. leaves move as you like walk into them. And like there's, yeah. there's mud and I, I don't know. They've done some insane technological things to be able to do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Like, Uncharted is like probably the best looking game in PS4 right now. It's like, a, yeah, so, it's a, definitely it was a PS4 first, showcase. Uh, it was a very good first. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like great storytelling. Um, it is, yeah. Like Naughty you, Dog is like the Pixar of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, so I didn't really know that. Game. But uh, I don't know. You just feel really connected to it, and it's like even when in other games where you like screw up, and it's like mm-hmm. you're kind of ruining the story. Like they handle it. Like there's all this extra dialogue recorded, just to like handle weird things that you're doing if you're not understanding where to go, and just mm-hmm. there's so much thought put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you played The Last of Us? No. Uh, I so I'm. I met someone from Naughty Dog and they, yeah, I just started recently, but I haven't had time. Okay. Um, I don't know if you watched the teaser for The Last of Us 2. No. It's going to be announced today at, at E3. Again. Oh, wow. Well, not announced. I guess they're going to show gameplay. Don't watch that. Please <laughs> okay. try. Why? Try because it'll ruin the first There's one. like one major thing that's going to spoil a little bit of the first. Um, so if you can avoid it, do it and if you can play it real quick <laughs> do it it's my favorite game ever cool um i was it's really something i am not a fan of like horror games but then when i started i was playing it and realized like it's not about that it's more strategic it seems no so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and the whole thing is like with uncharted so naughty dog they, they came from uncharted when they got to the last of us and yeah. it's like uncharted is like explosions big yeah. adventure yeah. and the last of us is like but look at her, like the way she's looking at you. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. silence, what it means. Yeah. It's very low key and yeah. very subtle and it's amazing. It's great. I mean, now I'm mm. trying to play Mass Effect Andromeda and like I appreciate the engineering that went into that wholeheartedly. <laughs> but as far mm-hmm. as like narration and emotion, it's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Thank, thanks so much. I have no oh, idea what you guys talked about, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, thanks so much. This was this was very fun. It's a lot of yeah, fun. that was great.